Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast featuring your host, Superfly. Got my co-host, Danny Daybars Open. What's good? What's well, good, baby? Good to be back. We're alive and healthy. Well, yo, that's like all we could ask for right now, bro. I know. It's, it's crazy. I feel like I'm starting to lose my mind a little bit. Yo, so like, kind of like so same. So I was telling you, like, uh, I just put all my goals down for the uh, for the month, just so I can have like a routine. Like, even though I'm trapped and I still have shit to do, right? Uh-huh. So uh, one of my goals is working out five times uh, five times a week, and I was meant to do like a. So I've been doing like a Zoom workout with like my, my family. So like we all like hop on Zoom and like work out together. Uh-huh. But I was like, yo, guys, I cannot do that today. I need to go outside and just go for like a 30, 45 minute run. Like I cannot, like the <laughs> idea of like just still being here, like if not going outside at all, I was like, bro, I just need to go outside, man. So yep. yeah, waiting for this shit to be over. Um, according to news, obviously audio theory, we should get some theory and some news updates. So according to the news, this is like the first time, I guess like over the past like four or five days, New York has discharged more people than the than the actual patients are getting in. So yeah. that's positive signs, bro. I also heard um, my brother sent me this article. It was uh, negative news oh, fuck. regarding New York. And it said, um, well, let me pull it up right here. So New York, the hardest hit state in America reported its highest number of coronavirus related deaths in a single day on Wednesday, announcing that another 700 79 people had died that brought the toll to 6268 in new york uh which was more than twice as many people that were lost uh in the 9-11 attacks oh no dude it's like they were saying it's, it's like 9-11 every fucking day for the past like week you know what i mean yeah but i mean the death thing is one thing but i, I mean again, that's terrible terrible but the fact that they're not like they're discharging more people going home than yeah. actually coming in it's phenomenal that's that's amazing some yeah. hospitals are saying they're, they're not even overstaffed anymore. Like they have extra beds, which who would have thought that shit like two weeks ago, right? right. Uh, but quick thing, bro. So like, again, I don't want to put this out to the universe. So I'm going to knock on wood on both sides real quick. Uh-huh. Bro, bro, I was talking to my dad about this like two weeks ago, man. And with, especially because he's in New York. And as this shit keeps getting worse and worse, bro, at some point you're going to start knowing people who are affected by this in a real way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just the math about it, right? Like, obviously, financially, we're all being impacted somewhere or the other. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, but, bro, so unfortunately today, one of my cousins, um, I'm not going to say anybody's name, put their information out there, but my cousin who I love, um, she lost her sister today, bro, to this shit. Damn. Yeah, she's 40 years old. Um, I think she was, I mean, I think she may have had some complications in the past, but still a 40-year-old woman who was living her life and then got sick and just couldn't recover quick enough, bro. So uh, rest in peace to my cousin's sister. But, like, that's going to be a reality, bro, unfortunately. Like, hopefully, I, I knew people who got it and recovered. Um, mm-hmm. But, bro, this is going to, this keeps happening, bro. Like, if this shit's not taken care of in the next, like, three weeks, like, yeah. more and more people, unfortunately, are going to start losing loved ones. And, um, yeah, man, it's crazy right now, bro. Yeah, it's, it's fucking nuts. And then uh, the crazy thing, too, is apparently I know people uh, are saying you shouldn't compare this to the flu, but apparently it's going to be seasonal similar to the flu. And I can't imagine having to go through this cycle like every year until the population is immune to it or we have vaccines or whatever. Yeah, dude. That, and I, and I, do, you t- do you get flu shots? Uh, I've done it like once. I never... 
have done it again i mean i never really get the flu to begin with so for me i'm just like you know i'll just be safe and if i get it fuck it but that's, not yeah, really. that's my mentality too bro like i'm i'm i don't know just the idea of you putting the virus in me willingly i'm like bro that doesn't sound like yeah like i just feel like i don't want to do that but obviously a lot of people like in the medical field think that's fucking you, you should get it but yeah. um yeah bro i don't know if i could i mean again if that's what the universe and god wants we'll fucking deal with it but yeah if i had to deal with the way it's right now every year would be crazy like i, I would just assume nine months from now this or a year from now if this were to reoccur do we have to be better prepared bro like there's no yeah. way it can be just absolute fucking panic every, every fucking single, yeah year. like there's no yo there's no way um but bro i feel like we spoke too soon on the last podcast where i was like california's doing great so <laughs> in the latest updates like uh your governor's like panicking because apparently the worst is to come I thought it already like left you guys, but apparently the worst is is still gonna come. Yeah, I mean to be honest, like I didn't pay any mind just because my lifestyle is probably not gonna change. Like I don't go anywhere. Right, right, right. Um, and but I mean, hearing that does suck, but it also gives me hope that this shit hurries up and uh, you know, just becomes no normal day to day sooner than later. Because I feel like after the peak is when they say like okay everything's starting to get back to normal basically yeah, yeah. that's that's honestly my, my exact mindset right now too because in florida they say the worst is two weeks away in florida um so they're trying to prep as best they can but i'm like dude my lifestyle's not changing until like it's i'm gonna be home bro like i'm not going yeah. out like i literally go from my spot every two weeks my plan is like go get more groceries if i have to and then either I go to my girl's house for four days, stay there, or come right home. But like, I'm not doing shit. Yeah. So, same. Uh, um, but yeah, it's just like the the, uh, the the feeling trapped in fucking these four walls. It's just like, bro, I need to, I need, I want to get out. I want to do something, bro. Just like anything, bro. I want to get some sun, bro. I feel like the lack of like vitamin D is like not good for you, bro. Like, oh, yeah. I was just about to say, I'm like, we're, we're all going to be vitamin D deficient in like two weeks. Bro, like, yeah, I do not remember the last time I was just like underneath the sun and just chilling for more like extensive period of time, bro. Like, yeah. Ah, uh, so, but as far as uh, let's give the people an update as far as like your day to day uh, since the last episode, have you like uh, as far as a, you have you ate some like really random shit because you like are running out of groceries or anything changed <laughs> with work? Not really. I mean, I've been cooking um, the same like three meals that I like standard breakfast. No, I slowed down on that. It was it was fun as hell the first week. And then after <laughs> the second, I'm like, oh, I can't do this shit. Um, so I started making like garlic butter, shrimp with Ooh, rice, um, just uh, Alfredo pasta with sausage. I need to. I'm gonna slow down on that one because that one's by far the least healthy of what I bought. Yeah, yeah. But, it tastes delicious, but like, people forget like that yeah. pasta just fucking blows up in your stomach. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm sure it's infinitely healthier than like the restaurant pastas that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Has like, you know, ten different sauces on it and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that routine, um, I've been trying to work out every other day. I would do every day if I could. Obviously, I have the time to, but some days I'm just so sore. I'm like, I can't, um, you know, do more muscle work or whatever. So you have to do like four to five days a week? Uh, yeah, essentially. At least, oh. at the very least, four, I'd say. Uh, there's just so much time in the day. Like, you could easily find an hour to, to do anything. 
I know, but dude, so back to the point I made last week, like we we do, but like I feel like I wake up and I just start working and like I'm still working like 12 or 11 hours later. It's like, yo, I have to like, my job needs to know I am available at all times. Like I'm afraid uh -huh. if I get a phone call, I'm like mid fucking like jumping jacks or some shit. Like I'll be like, I'm yeah. gonna get fired or some shit. So no, I, um, I feel that. I'm so terrified of like not being available when anyone calls me. Yeah. Thankfully my boss is, is she's like, like after five o'clock completely out of commission like not asking me shit so like once five o'clock rolls around i'm i'm just like all right i mean i'm you guys are basically uh furloughing people and and doing all this extra shit like if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen regardless of so is your company furloughing people so now we hear they they might um might not because what they did is they slashed um basically every employee's salary 10 percent Okay. Uh, they slashed the execs more because they make way more. So uh, that alone, with and voluntary furlough, because a lot of people are parents and like want time with their kids, anyways. So they all. Do you still get paid on furlough, like a certain amount? Yeah. So with our company, you get paid twenty percent. Um, you can also negotiate reduced hours if you want. So I think a lot yeah. of the par parents. Um, I'm sure a lot of them who probably have a spouse who makes enough to support them or whatever, just like, fuck it, give me 50 to or 20 to 50 percent to barely work. And then, um, you know, that'll help the rest of the company. So we might not have to lay off anyone for like three months for that three to five month furlough period. If, if you will, obviously, like in two months, this is back to normal, right? So, well, no, they said it's going to probably extend to the end of the year, which is the shitty thing. The furloughing or like the cut costs? Uh, the cut, cutting cost. No, cost cut, cutting costs and all that. The furlough okay. shit is probably going to be like three to five months still for the voluntary ones. Damn. Why, why they say like, why are they predicting like the worst? Like why they think it's going to go out to the end of the year? Um, I think just because some of the biggest clients we had um, basically pulled out because they're businesses that like need to, like hotels and stuff. I got you. need to thrive off of people traveling and stuff. So... Um, I don't know how much revenue that was, but it sounded like that alone cut into a lot of the revenue to the point where they're like, we can't, uh, you know, withstand this for the rest of the year without cutting costs for the rest of the year. I feel you. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. So like today was the day where, um, our company started doing the like aggressive, not aggressive cut, cut, uh, cutting of costs, but like enough where you're like all right this shit's gonna really it went healthcare right this shit's still gonna start like affecting everyone really soon if we don't see a change um so they did out pretty much same exact thing as you like 10 percent for almost every employee um the vps and up it's like 30 to 40 percent and bro the ceo completely gave up his salary but Damn. yeah i mean yeah Dude, amazing like i'm sure there's a like obviously he probably still qualifies for profit sharing but whatever it's yeah. his company and he, he could probably have said fuck you guys i'm not losing shit but yeah, yeah. he gave up his, his salary completely um but that that entire thing is just for four months um so it's from april 1st to july 1st um and they said they're more than happy to reevaluate it a month in if we're back to normal you know what i mean because yeah. um again there's literally so the funny thing about my company is like again i'm in healthcare staffing i put doctors and nurses to work um, my company does. So if there's, dude, we literally have entire divisions thriving right now, bro. Like, because these hospitals don't have enough doctors, like, yo, send me everything you have. We'll pay you whatever the fuck we can. 
Um, and we have some teams, one of my teams, are struggling right now because they're canceling surgeons because they're like, yo, we can't do surgeries right now. We have to just focus on the COVID patients. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's like a catch-22. So yeah, we have parts that are thriving, but they don't bring in that much money. And the teams that do bring in the most money are pretty much just stuck in like limbo right now. So yeah. But again, I think their their plan is like, yo, I, I really this shit, no, this shit really. All those times I'm like, yo, is this the right job for me? And how like I even got this job in the first place? Like I really fucking appreciate my company because like, bro, they are doing everything possible to not let anyone go, bro. Like it yeah. is like very tangible. Like bro, like if you're not busting your ass off right now for us, like bro, what are you doing? Like you don't deserve to be here, man. Because like, yo, they are doing everything to like, yo, no, no one's going for low. No one's losing any money. And if you lose money, it's super minimal. Like, yo, we got you. Like, yo, like, and dude, like, if I lost 50, I mean, I, first of all, I am, I'm probably losing more than 10% because, like, I have a commission part of my salary. So uh-huh. that's fucking already being chopped away by, you know, like, the way the market is right now. But right. again, dude, it's fine, bro. I still have a paycheck coming in. I have a roof over my head. Like, it could be much worse, right? I, I do, I have sure. friends and family who are like, Bro, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. And like, yo, like, the crazy thing is that I have friends and family applying for unemployment. At least in New York, bro, you can't get through. And like, the the websites are crashing. It's like a fucking, like a sneaker drop. Like, everyone is fucking just like on the website and it just crashes. And apparently like, when you call each time to like try to get through to someone, you can only call the day your name falls in. So my last name is Abar, so I can only call like on Monday. And like, yo, and, and you can't get through, you're fucked. You can't if you can't get through Monday on the phone, you just better try online for the rest of the week. Damn, bro, shit's fucking wild, bro. But I, according to a lot of people, there's gonna be like another like a uh, bailout coming in the next like couple weeks or next month or so. If this shit um, goes like goes into May, they're probably gonna do another bailout. Shit. Yeah, shit's crazy. I, I mean, I don't even know who to blame for it. I know it's easier to blame Trump, but I feel like this wasn't thought about for a long ass time in the u.s we just thought bro, I know, yeah i know we're not a political podcast bro but like I, I again my rule is right now bro i only watch the news 10 to 15 minutes a night like i just can't i'm not gonna like lose myself i just like i want to know like, all right can i go outside yes no all right cool turn it off um yeah. but there was a part yesterday where someone asked him in his like press conference um like you know like trying to put the blame on him and he's like, well, I read the, the I was given a memo and the memo said it was fine. So I figured we were fine. And uh, he's like <laughs> deflecting on this other person. I'm like, bro, but you're the president, bro. Like, yeah, so yeah but, the, but the memo said we were going to be OK. So I assume we were going to be OK. It was a good memo. Like, I read it. Like, I was like, bro, damn, I didn't see that. That's that's embarrassing. I'm like, bro, like this is America, bro. It's just so bad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's getting scarier by the day, but can only look forward to to the future hopefully that's hopefully summertime will be popping but i doubt it bro so i was talking to a friend who's a doctor and they were saying like bro like the medical field is like um what they're suggesting to like the, the politicians who are making the the actual laws is like to do when things get back to normal to do like a um like a almost like a siesta type thing like all right go out for two two or three weeks see how it is We'll then go back home as we do more tests and see if people are infected. And like uh-huh. you go back home for like three weeks to a month and then we'll let you know like if it's all right, is it actually gone? Which I mean, it seems like a crazy situation, but like that kind of makes sense, right? You can't just have people just go back out on the street and assume that 
everyone's fine. Like, yeah, shit, you know. the clubs would be jam packed if if they knew like, okay, from May first to May fourteenth is the only time you can like open up your establishment. Damn, there'd be lines everywhere. Like bro, the wax bar. Bro, festival to... every other weekend, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just squeezing in Coachella Ultra, fucking rolling loud, all in like the same day. Bro, they're like, yo, they're gonna make their money back somehow, bro. Like, we got three weeks. All right, bro, we're about to fucking become cash kings right now, bro. Oh my god, it's crazy, man. But again, yo, we gotta be grateful. We're, we're uh, you and I are healthy. I mean, have you been infected at all? As far as anyone in your family or close friends that have gotten? Uh, so not immediate family. I. I did see a couple like friends post their distant family members who got it or people they work with who got it. Um, my brother's friend, he's probably the closest person I know, like relationship wise, he got it, but he apparently he's completely fine now. Like he didn't have to get hospitalized or anything. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a ones, man, I mean, again, a lot of people, I mean, pretty much the advice we're even giving you is like, if you have it, but you can still breathe, just stay home. Yeah, but bro, some of the symptoms of people who are because I mean, obviously, there's people who don't have symptoms and right, but they're probably the reason it's being passed along so aggressively, bro. But some of the people who have symptoms, man, like the that's like the when you hear them on the news, like bro, that shit seems like unbearable, bro. Like you literally like you need to breathe to fight it, but like yo, you you just want to give up. You fuck it in a cold or hot sweat for 12 hours straight. You're backs in so much pain because it's attaching attacking your lungs you just need to lay down on the floor like bro mm -hmm. like i don't wish that shit on anybody man like it just seems fucking terrible oh for sure and granted i i bring it up every time like when i had pneumonia like that shit did like before i was in the hospital i'm like i'm going to die and i'm sure the coronavirus if it doesn't you were like you were 18 right i was like 19 same shit okay super healthy uh and yeah i was like this might be it like it was rough so i can imagine how Did anyone you know how you got it? no I, th I mean it was during winter so i guess it was just some seasonal shit and you know i was in the cold and was near somebody infected or, or whatever the case is and it came out of nowhere it seemed like yeah um had to call like campus security or whatever to drive me to the air um not airport hospital it was rough it lasted like two weeks yeah. wild bro wow wow i'm grateful you survived my dude everything happens for a reason you probably needed that to give you better perspective like what other people are going through right now like so for sure it's just it's crazy man so shout out to everyone man stay safe stay home um Dude, in Paris, they started doing a thing. You could only go outside for ex exercise and activities between 7 a.m. and like, I think 7 p.m. Uh, oh, you sorry, you cannot go outside between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. So if you want to work out, get your ass up early. If you want to work out, you got to go out late. Um, they say just too much traffic of people outside passing it. So yeah. I mean, again, I, I, I salute to all those countries who are legit putting these fucking rules in place. Like, apparently like Germany has the best fucking rate um, out of any European nation because they're just like fucking super aggressive and their president is apparently is a like a chemist like by nature like his his background oh like, wow exactly a chemist like he knows like how like medication and how like this shit spreads and stuff so apparently he was like I know what's gonna happen this is what we're doing and we're gonna be fine and then our fucking president's like well we had a memo and the memo said we were gonna <laughs> man yeah, we need we need better leadership like all around.
Dude, bro, I know you were really big into, and again, we'll jump into what we normally get into, but like when we talk to personal shit too. I know you were into like the whole Yang Gang campaign. Bro, how do yeah. you feel like told, uh, and we're recording this podcast on April 8th, um, and officially Bernie Sanders dropped out. Bro, but how do you feel these last two months of the Democratic quote-unquote race has uh, has played out? Um, I think it's it's been the same. It's just been, in my opinion, a, a shit show. Um, and I feel like it's even maybe falling under the rug. Like I feel like the the, That's all I That's the all spotlight is all on Trump right now. Like, how is he going to handle this versus anybody giving a shit about Biden or? Uh, What's his name? Bernie or anyone else? I feel like no one's paying attention to to that race anymore and just thinking about. I, I feel like Trump. it wasn't a race anymore, bro. Once like New York shut down, like I feel like the entire world just stopped giving a fuck about it. Yeah, basically. And I feel like that's where like I feel like the conspiracy theories in my head go off because I'm like, bro, what's gonna happen is that Trump's gonna have some victories out of this shit, save the world or save America. And they're just gonna give him like they're just gonna vote for him again. And be like, well, he fucking we have the worst recession and pandemic in the world, and he made us recover in three months. Yeah. So, again, which may be the truth, but I think also he fucked up. Like you know, he definitely fucked up. But it's gonna be like, bro, we don't have any time for you know, you know, fucking debates. Like, bro, people yeah. are fucking dying, bro. No one gives a fuck about a debate. Like, you're not gonna win. Like, just go yeah. away. Um, yeah. And then also it's the fucking cynical shit. And again, I, I don't want this to come across super rude to any listeners that we have over the age of 77. But bro, I really feel like Biden's not going to make it in like four more years, bro. Because like the way he speaks and like the, like the moments of like the gaps he has in his brain right now, mm-hmm. bro. I'm just like, bro, this 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 is this is not going to work. Like this yeah. is like he just goes a random rant and like almost like forgets his name. I'm like, bro, this this is going to be our next president, bro. No, 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 no. Yeah. I know like a lot of people in my family who are supporting him basically because they're like he's anything is better than Trump like they would vote for a rock instead of Trump not the rock but a rock instead of Trump if they could (laughs) I would too but I don't know like I know people who hate Biden and I know people who are like anybody but Trump so I'm kind of curious to see what will happen but in a debate I feel like as dumb as people think Trump is like he, he can hand yeah he can mop him and just talk that shit that biden can't so yeah, i don't know he, he would mop our boy in a, not our boy but yeah he would mop biden in a debate just because yeah. i just i just i've seen too many clips and again like i, I don't want to judge someone off a couple of clips but like there's been too many situations throughout the democratic like rundown where like bro like he says something and everyone's just like what the fuck did you just say like like are you talking the third person like what just yeah. happened it's crazy so, but yeah, that's like that's why my conspiracy theory at times is I'm like, yo, was this like planned so like the whole world can fuck up and like a couple leaders come out like super victorious and like they're, the, they're like, yo, you know, we did this for you, we saved your lives, vote for us again. Um, but dude, on a crazy tip, and again, not to just stop be stuck on this uh, political thing, but uh, the prime minister of like uh, of the UK is in a really bad spot right now, bro. He's in intensive care at a hospital because of uh, coronavirus, so. Shit. Uh, I think he's on like, I don't even think he's 50 yet, man. Um, so that's also fucking scary. But yeah, that's, uh, that's you know what I mean? Not to say anything, but like when you start seeing these higher up people getting it, then you're like, fuck, man, this shit is like yeah, real, like, real. It's really real, yeah. That's the thing, and once I saw the celebrities getting it too, I was always curious how, if any of them would pass. 
knock on wood um but it seems like the majority of them have pulled through so i guess it is like really random as far as how your body reacts to it dude what they say is like 100 agree with that but what they're saying is that if you get put on a ventilator yo like your chances are that like that's the fucking like almost like lifesaver not the lifesaver but like yes it's literally a lifesaver but like it's only can save your life for so long like if you're on that for an extensive amount of days like uh, it's good it's it's not going to end well for you more than likely um uh, uh, which is the scary part bro i'm like bro they were showing videos of like people like because the thing is like the sad part is like families can't go in the hospital right so like you're dropping off your loved one and then hoping to god they come out in 14 days um, yeah and then people are having bad symptoms in the hospital and then like recording a video to their family saying hey i love you um you know if i don't see you again be safe and i'm like bro this is the most heartbreaking shit yeah, ever this shit is literally a horror movie yo it, dude, everything about new york right now what i see on fucking the internet it looks like i am legend like just fucking abandoned fucking streets and like one or two dudes just walking by um uh, but i just sent you that picture today of fucking la pollution looking phenomenal like yo the sky is gorgeous no fucking cars on the road like you probably get anywhere you want right now like in five minutes oh yeah when i pull up directions to the grocery store like going to koreatown which normally takes like an hour in traffic everywhere is 10 minutes like it doesn't matter if i'm going 20 miles or like one it just says 10 minutes it's amazing all right so like when are you actually ever going out then uh you mean like when do i get groceries and shit no like when do you physically go outside like oh when? uh not really at all except when i go to the grocery store um i haven't i had planned on like going for jogs and shit but i have uh a lot of like workout equipment in the room so i find I myself just doing that um but yeah really never unless i'm going to the grocery store okay yeah so my thing is like i try to i'm running three times a week so that's my like at least like let me get my three days of 30 to 45 minutes of fresh air because yeah. uh, otherwise i'm just gonna fucking lose it bro at least in the good thing when uh once my girlfriend's over we walk the dog so that's like at least like five minutes of fucking fresh air bro because yeah bro the like obviously i'm in south florida the fucking sky and it's always been kind of like very good good uh, air to breathe but now that shit just fucking tastes different i'm like yeah, this, is fucking, <laughs> <laughs> this shit is super clean right now bro. yeah no i need to i need to start doing that even if it's just checking instagram for 10 minutes like outside like i gotta just or i shouldn't do that actually i should clear my mind and just fucking enjoy the scenery Dude, but go, yeah like just or go meditate outside bro like yeah. something and like um that's another thing i started meditating during uh coronavirus bro just like 10 minutes a day meditation music clear my mind of all this fucking craziness because like otherwise like i'm just if i if i get consumed by like my mom passing trapped in an apartment can't be my girl can't be my family can't be with my friends i'm like bro there's every reason to lose your mind but then i feel like when i meditate like there's also plenty of things to readjust and like yo you're so blessed for so many things yeah but man this shit is like really testing the real character of like most people man oh yeah absolutely all right, well, talking about characters, uh, we're a couple characters. We obviously want to be a nice distraction for everyone, so we'll give you our normal shit as well. This is episode 23. We're going to call this one the Rona Slide. Obviously, Drake dropped the uh, Tussie Slide, like, I think right after we did our episode, so we could have talked yeah, about basically. last week. 
Yep. Um, so first of all, what do you think about the song? What do you think about the video? And we'll take it from there. The song, I'll be honest, I was disappointed. I'm not going to say it's straight trash, but for Drake, when it comes to Drake, I always expect the most. And this, to me, it was just kind of weird because it was like a dance routine for TikTok, but it was also like street gang shit. So I'm like, what is he? He's trying to go viral and like put on like a gangster persona at the same time. I was just very confused and didn't feel like this was a... It's definitely not a song I'm adding to my playlist unless I hear it a thousand times a day and it becomes ingrained in my brain or something like that. The video, uh, I got to watch it again. I thought it was cool, but again, nothing that blew my mind by any means. Well, so for me, so I'll go the, the reverse order. So the house blew my mind. Like, yo, I just oh. feel that video is a fucking huge, just like flex, bro. Like, yo, I am the fucking biggest thing in, in music, period. And uh -huh. this is my big ass fucking house that I have that I made exactly the way I fucking want to make it, bro. Like, yo, that house is fucking insane, bro. Like, <laughs> insane. So, uh, I think the video was dope just from that point of view. Um, he's even like social distancing in the video because there's like guys there, but he never gets too close to them. He's like always like six feet <laughs> away. Um, bro, but I actually enjoyed the song. Like, I know that like, the song is like, it's a hundred percent for TikTok, and we'll get into that later on, but like, I like I, I like the song because yeah like it's a TikTok song, but it's also like bro like, I know he's not a thug, but if you consider like hip hop like the hip hop streets you know what I mean like like it consider hip hop its own city like yo he is yeah. a bully in hip hop right yeah. he has too many situations where people come at him and he fucking destroys them so I feel like when he's talking about like sliding into your neighborhood like all that shit like I feel like the neighborhood is hip hop and it's like a metaphor is like bro like no one wants to roll up on me bro i will roll up on you whenever i want and absolutely fucking destroy you so like yeah. i feel like that's just him like with the song i'm sorry with the video is just him like puffing his chest out a little bit more aggressive like bro like i've been the man for 12 years in a row and this shit's not gonna stop anytime soon like that's how i took the song like i didn't yeah. think it was literally him like fucking someone up i thought it was more like metaphorically for like yo like i can slide onto anyone's fucking you know, genre and hip hop, fucking whatever it is, and I'm gonna fucking be the best one in it, and you had you can't do shit about it. That's how I took it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you put it that way, I could see how he kind of blends those lines in the same way a rapper will talk about, you know, uh, catching bodies and stuff. They might just be talking about, you know, uh, busting a verse that's way yeah, better yeah, than yeah, theirs yeah, or yeah. whatever. First, I absolutely killed somebody, uh -huh. right? So like, that's yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. literally like, yo, Drake's not that guy. Um, and I don't think he wants to be that guy, but I feel like the, the video itself made me think that even more. It's like, bro, like, look at me, bro. Like, yo, you think I'm scared of anyone? Like, I'll fucking go into wherever you're at and we'll fucking do it. And I'm going to be better than you. That's how I took it. So yeah. I fuck with this song, man. It's, I, I ran to it right now. Like, it's it's a good song. Um, I know what, like, if we're in a lounge, if we're in a hookah lounge, that song comes on, we're both going to fucking lose our minds. Like, I guarantee that. I think that's a... Uh... We would, but I feel like I'd be biased in that situation because if I have hookah, like as long as the beat somewhat slaps, I'm Any gonna do. Any song can come on right now. <laughs> but the thing is, I guess I don't know. The hook just didn't feel strong to me either, because like you know when it transitions to the part when he's like, um, he's like left foot up, right foot slide, and then he's like something something we about to slide. Like I don't know, it just didn't flow to me like how Drake normally does his shit. Yeah, I it think didn't you make it listen to like five more times, bro. Yeah. 
But I yeah, think, I, think, I mean, clearly it's a fucking hit. Like that's all anyone's fucking doing is these fucking like uh, TikTok challenges. Um, so our boy here, Mr. Kemic Superfly himself, Joe. So is that the is the TikTok you sent me today? You or your brother? That was me. Okay, because so okay. the name I didn't realize. Oh, like, yeah. I never, so I had a burner TikTok. This was like maybe a few months ago. No, because I was like, bro, we it. have five listeners. How do you have a burner account? Right? <laughs> because I was like, I, I, I think I was in Hawaii for, uh, for the, the trip. Uh, I went with uh, with my girl and um, I was bored. I'm like, let me just download this shit. I don't know. Like, oh, if so you download this shit before TikTok was even a thing. No, it was it was definitely a thing, but it wasn't as big of a thing it is right, right, it, right. um it was like only like 12 year olds and shit doing it right right. i downloaded it i'm like i don't know if this stuff is private or public but i don't want to put my actual username just in case whatever i record is uh <laughs> like permanently public or some shit so i created a burner account and then ever since then i've just been too lazy to create a real one even though i should so then i recorded that uh that alien what's popping uh that shit was dope that shit was dope <laughs> that was dope bro like, yo, honestly, like, I, so I'm not against TikTok. I just, like, I'm not going to do it, bro. Because I'm like, yo, what's the point of this shit? But the only time I have, like, felt the need to do it is this Tussie Slide uh, challenge. I'm like, bro, that shit looks kind of dope. And I feel like I, I can pull that one off. And I'm like, bro, like, you see, like, grown-ass women with, like, multiple kids or, like, and again, I get what you're doing. Like, you're bored at home. So especially now, like, my point with you, like, you downloaded before, like, fucking Corona. Cause like right now, that has to be the most fucking used app close to Instagram. Like they're oh, fucking sure. Instagram. Like everyone yeah. is doing a fucking TikTok video. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, as of right now, like I'm really fighting the urge. Well, I don't really have the urge. I'm really just like, yo, that's, there's no chance I'm fucking doing a TikTok video. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really only if you're bored out of your mind. Cause the people I know who started doing it, who are grown ass men, did it because they're losing their minds and bored as shit and seeing it all over their Instagram anyways. And it just fucking corrupts your brain. Like, well, I guess I have to do it. I'm like, no, bro, you don't have to do shit. Like, you don't have to, <laughs> like, you don't have to do anything. Um, what is the, like, uh, what are a couple things on Instagram or online you're seeing as, like, super creative right now that's impressing you with, like, when people being at home and, you know, having no other thing to do besides be creative in some kind of yeah. way? Uh... I mean, nothing brand new. I, uh, one of my friends who I never knew was like a, an avid artist and drawer uh, started posting a bunch of drawings he did on the, his iPad with his Apple pen pencil or whatever they call it. And there's some his artwork was so dope. I was like, I thought he was reposting someone else's. Uh, oh, dope. Basically, um, it's some shit you like. He, he knows how to draw those uh, like anime manga things. Mm -hmm. Uh, so he created like his own original characters, drew this dope ass. Um, I don't even know what you would call it, but I'll send it to you. It's like uh, the sketch of Kanye's head and like it blows, uh, expands into like all of his inspiration. So it's like Jay-Z, like this sketch of Kim and like all uh, Yeezy, uh, his Yeezys and everything else. Um, it looks like something that would go on a t-shirt. It was super dope. Hey, you definitely got to let's post that shit right here yeah. so people can see it. Because, uh, yeah, that would definitely be dope. Give, uh, give some artists a shout out on this. That's cool. I think for me, bro, what's been like a pretty funny thing, and I actually had some friends do it, so I'll, I'll, I'll shout them out later. But mm -hmm. um, that thing where like people are doing like either a side-by-side -side or recreating like scenes of movies. 
and like are like lip syncing it, but like lip syncing that shit like perfectly, bro. And like with facial expressions, like yo, like some of this is like fucking like Oscar worthy. So one Damn. of my friends, Rob and Kelly, they fucking recreated this a scene from uh what's that movie about the end of the world with Seth Rogen, like in LA? Oh, uh, is it called This Is the End or something? This is the end. Yeah, this is the end. Bro, uh-huh. they recreated like a really famous scene with like the snicker and like yo, like I need the snicker, no, you need the snicker, like I need the, that whole thing. Just them two doing like almost everybody in the circle. Bro, Seth Rogen fucking commented on this shit, like how good it was. Wow. Yeah, that's dude. crazy. Yeah, dude. Like it was fucking so well done. They've been like and three such a super relevant, uh, super relevant movie. I mean, obviously the movie plays out a lot differently, but uh, it kind of feels like that's bro. what we're going through. <laughs> Yes, I feel like that's been the most impressive thing for me. Um, I think I just, in a, I guess since our last podcast, we, I did that. I finally did my first like house party thing. So that was cool, bro. Being like with like six or seven members of my family. I did another one with my friends, a couple. Um, but that's cool. Just fucking sitting around drinking, you know, catching up, you know, finally having some kind of social interaction. And yeah. then uh, and I think house party actually has a couple games to play. Uh, like almost like fucking like um, I don't know, like almost like some, some kind of Wii games, like just like random yeah. shit. So that's that's cool, bro. Like it's just a nice distraction. And then on Saturday with my boys, I sent you the link. Um, Clubhouse had a thing where they're like trying to raise money for all these DJs who would have been making money, obviously in clubs um, mm-hmm. or doing different sets. So they had like do a crazy lineup, which they're gonna do again on Saturday if you wanna hop on. Um, every Saturday of April, they're gonna have like six fucking premier DJs go on and you're just on zoom watching it like as with a bunch of fucking people like it's that shit was dope bro because like so what i did i just facetimed my boys i had the zoom going and then me and them were just fucking vibing out like while these fucking djs doing like two hour fucking phenomenal sets like bro super yeah, that's dope, dope so yeah, yeah that's, I did, like, uh... shit like this is pretty creative bro like i really i i appreciate this shit obviously i feel for the djs who are hurting so I put some money aside, at, like to give to charity. So I really think I'm gonna give, a, you know, give some money to charity to shit like that because, like, dude, I would go to the clubs and watch these guys, and now these guys are fucking at home doing nothing. So yeah, I feel like you gotta, you gotta support the arts some kind of way. For sure. Yeah, it's crazy. One of my friends who I met at um, one of the bachelor parties actually, he he's a DJ himself, um, and he's obviously not performing in the club anymore. So I can imagine how, can only imagine how hard it must be like literally having no avenue to make money except from like donations and shit yeah dude wow. like it's it's crazy man like so again on some more personal shit and like being like it this if i've heard a lot of people saying this but like i don't know i hope people are actually putting the time and effort to find like another skill set in this like you know in this uh you know coronavirus time because bro like if this didn't prove to you you need multiple streams of income Bro, nothing else will, bro. Like, like this should tell you, like, bro, sir, living on one income cannot be the way moving forward, bro. Like, yeah. get a skill, buy a rental property, invest in some fucking stocks. Like, bro, something, bro. Because mm. if you're dependent on one job to give you money and they're like, bro, sorry, yo, if this doesn't teach you, like, bro, I am fucked, yo, yeah. you're gonna be fucked for the rest of your life, bro. That's yeah. like the biggest takeaway I'm fucking getting from this is like bro you gotta have multiple streams of income coming in like always fucking diversify your fucking portfolio because bro one fucking thing and all your eggs in one basket you are fucked that shit goes out sure and uh, i mean obviously everyone's circumstance is different but like 
try to have enough at a bare minimum income saved up for like a few months. Bro, they said, like so I took that. Remember, I was telling you like three months ago, I started doing that financial peace class. Uh -huh. And bro, thank God for that. Again, knock on wood, I saw my job, but like, that shit taught me how, like, yo, you need to have five months of it, five to six months of income. No, five to six months of expenses that you would have spent saved. So if your normal expenses like two grand a month, you should yeah. have $12,000 put away in case something happens, you can still survive, right? Right. Because, bro, living outside of your means shit, bro, like, yo, this is just gonna, the next crisis, and, and it may not be a pandemic, but you get fired, that's a crisis for you, and you're gonna be fucked, bro. So, yeah. oh my God, like, if this doesn't teach you how to have some financial sanity, like, bro, read a fucking book, because this shit is gonna keep happening to people if they don't fucking learn the lessons that are like, oh, fuck, like, my job for load me or fired me. Now I have no money. What the fuck am I going to do? So, yeah, absolutely. And what I would say also, bro, like, uh, I feel like a lot of people, again, I, I'm not calling anybody out, but like, I feel like a lot of people, there's still a lot of jobs that are hiring right now. So I feel like if you, again, this is just my personal opinion. Again, I'm not in those shoes. It's probably easier for me to say that, but I know if I got fired today, again, if I got fired today and fucking the grocery store is fucking hiring, I'm gonna go work at the grocery store. Like, I feel like a lot of people may have too much pride. Like, yo, I'm not gonna work at CVS. Yeah. I was making six figures. I'm like, bro, it's a job. You have a family. Like, bro, you're not gonna be there forever. This is a temporary thing. Just like, get something to fucking hold you over. So, um, yeah. I would recommend all our listeners, like, bro, don't, this is definitely not the time to be prideful in any kind of way, especially when it comes to just fucking taking care of yourself. Yeah, no, that's a really good point too. I didn't even think about that, but I'm sure there's people in my circle who are just like, fuck it, I'd rather complain and not do anything than, you know, oh, try sick. to find yeah, some yeah, yeah. No, we all We all know those people, bro. You, or you know or know all those people. Like, the ego's just too big, but I'm like, yo, there's Amazon, CVS, Walgreens, like, every fucking local supermarket every local liquor store is fucking hiring bro like they cannot keep anything on the shelves like yo liquor stores are fucking booming bro like if i could buy some stock at abc liquor or total wine like yo, i would do that shit right now bro because that <laughs> is like fucking going through the roof bro oh man so yeah there's definitely places hiring if you need a job so definitely like i wouldn't use the excuse like yo i got fired for a load i have no money like bro this you can have a job tomorrow if you actually go apply to some of these uh these uh you know local local places near you but um yeah. all right so back to the episode though um obviously someone we've spoken about for quite some time our boy takashi 69 is free he made a, a one appearance on instagram thus far uh, apparently the moment he got free his instagram following went up like 20 percent because everyone was fucking just super excited yeah uh, so first of all how do you feel about our boy being out i'm uh excited not in the sense that like you know i I'm happy he snitched or I'm happy that everyone's in jail except for him or anything. I'm just excited to see how this is going to play out because we, as far as I'm aware, never seen something like this happen in hip hop history. Um, so I'm just really curious more so what's going to happen as far as his career goes. You know, is the public going to, you know, uh, you know, highly regard him as like, you know, one of the most entertaining and you know comedic rappers ever and yeah i think it's gonna be uh really interesting too because of this whole coronavirus situation because no one can fucking get to him because he's trapped somewhere like 
Bro, you would Regardless. think that though. This really, this is really gonna test how much people fucking hate him. Like those guys, he snitched on. Like, yo, we're gonna find you. We'll risk our own lives, but we're gonna find you. Well, yeah. Like, we'll see that. But I, I don't think. I mean, I, I hope to God nothing happens to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm just intrigued. So I guess from the first, so I guess the comment I sent you that he commented on on the shade room was like, I guess the California governor or mayor or LA mayor is like, yo, we'll reward anyone who snitches on other people who are outside for too long. And uh -huh. he's like. To the rescue! And I was like, <laughs> oh, that is fucking amazing. Yeah. So like, if he's gonna lean in on the snitching, I yo, I, I support that 1000%, bro. Like, like, cause if he came out, I was like, nah, I didn't snitch, they made me do this shit. Like, I'm like, bro, we heard the tapes. Yeah. We know you snitched, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you have to just lean into your flaws, bro. Cause like, it's like almost like Eminem, like in the eight mile, like if you make fun of yourself before they can, like they can't say shit about you, so. Right, yeah, no, that's that's true. And I think he, even if he were to like somehow prove that he didn't snitch, which is impossible, the public has already made up their mind. So like, regardless, like remember when Chingy dealt with the whole trainee shit? Um, yeah, like, I think he he proved it didn't happen or like most people know technically never really happened It was just like a random picture like the public made up their mind and like he could never escape it So I feel like yeah, uh, I haven't heard singing since. Yep. And I think that was maybe one of the biggest Reasons why he never produced any more music, but I feel like Takashi uh, Yeah, if he just goes the the eight mile route and makes fun of himself for snitching like He's gonna be fine because looking at the comments, everyone was laughing. No one was like, "Fuck you, I, I'm never gonna listen to you again." Everyone yeah, was like, yeah, everyone was you know, dying, like bro. glad <laughs> to have you back and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, bro. Like, I, yeah, and I wonder what the music's gonna be like. Yeah, like, what are you gonna talk about now? Like, because a lot of shit was really gang shit. So, like, all right, now what? So, again, hopefully he is creative. Maybe it's gonna work out. But uh, that was pretty dope. I, I like that the way he came out. Like, again, if he's gonna lean in, in it, lean in with it. It's gonna be amazing. Um, so dude, I'm gonna defer to you for this next topic because I did not. I've been trying to stay off Instagram as much as I can. Yeah. But NBA Young Boy and Mayweather's daughter and Kodak Black have been something's been happening. So mm -hmm. just update the people on what you know because I yeah. really don't know that much besides Mayweather's daughters beat the shit out of somebody. Like I don't. I don't yeah. know. What so I'll try to put the pieces together. It's it's all just some hood rat shit that doesn't really matter at the end of the day but from what i understand um nba young boy was in bed uh with his baby mama or potentially another chick oh his baby mama i think um and his floyd mayweather's daughter who i guess he's dating caught him and instead of like getting mad at him the two girls were fighting and bickering and floyd mayweather's daughter somehow made it into uh like the bedroom or something with a knife and fucking stabbed uh Holy nba young boy's shit. baby mama and then turned into a shit show obviously like i think the cops came or they called you know an ambulance or something uh and i'm sure the cops questioned what happened and allegedly or not allegedly uh nba young boy cooperated i don't really know what that means if they were just like oh who stabbed who or was it just like He's okay there's an altercation <laughs> like i mean i'm sure it was pretty obvious at that point so I, it, it's not like you know they had to fucking connect all the dots to figure out what happened like this yeah. bitch has blood all over her and one of them has the knife like what the fuck do you think happened but 
I, I don't know. Obviously, snitching is taboo. Like, you can't, you're not supposed to say a word. Like, no matter how obvious the shit is. So, right, right, right. Um, Kodak Black apparently has had, like, previous beef with NBA Youngboy, but nothing serious. Just kind of like, you know, um, similar to what, uh, I don't know, Drake and Pusha T had or Drake and Tory Lanez. Kind of this, this hidden beef that never blew, was blown out of proportion but yeah. Kodak Black is in prison and bored I don't know how the fuck he has access to Instagram but he's like fuck you for snitching he didn't say fuck you for snitching but he's like pointing fingers at him saying look you cooperated with the police look at this article ha 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 yeah. NBA young boy flipped the fuck out on Instagram bro, lost it. that's why I saw those videos with him like losing his mind in his house bro hey he lost his fucking mind you could tell you it fucking hurt him to even read that so uh that's why they're beefing right now and i guess being called a snitch really is like the worst thing on the planet hence uh what happened with nipsey rest in peace to him um but i guess it's like saying someone's a snitch is like saying suck my dick apparently dude jesus bro and did his mom get involved yeah his mom got involved uh you sent me that video couldn't really decipher what the fuck she was saying but she was like he better empty out all the bullets in his his gun or something like that i was just, like what yeah that's the first time i've seen a, a parent like just completely um like antagonized situation yeah, antagonize the situation and uh basically persuade their child to fucking put their life on the line to like shoot anybody to get clout like bro yeah, like, what the fuck is the point is this yep it wasn't even like, oh, if they show up in your house, like, I hope you're protecting yourself. It was like, anybody who goes at, after you, like, you got to wipe them off the, the fucking face of the planet. Because that's how life works, obviously. Yeah. Uh, bro, so, like, I, so I, I, we mentioned this before, I think, in other episodes, that I do want to start listening to his music, because I, I heard he has, like, a massive following on, like, YouTube and, like, social media. Have yeah. you ever heard some of his songs? Like, what are your thoughts on okay. it? Like, I've never it's actually sat down or heard any of his songs. It's funny you say that because um, I've been seeing the same thing too over and over. Like a lot of other hip hop uh, podcasters cover him for some reason. Um, I see him all the time on like Instagram and shit. Uh, yeah, bro, his following is huge, bro. Yeah, huge. it's crazy. And I've heard some snippets and it sounds good, but it doesn't sound like anything too unique to the point where I'm like, okay, it's obvious why his following is like this. It sounds yeah. like a, like a, southern roddy rich type uh vibe to me i i know a couple of his songs but again it wasn't enough for me to check out the rest of his catalog but i feel like i have no choice at this point to see what all the hype is about right right, right. yeah i think we need to like give him a, a chance bro because like yeah he like again i feel like you don't know you don't just get that following for no reason right like it's not fucking like playboy cardi or some bullshit like like this guy has to be like somewhat talented because Dude, he was on house arrest for like a year and like still made like three to four million dollars. Like you don't do that just by like being in like a just like a viral rapper. Like I feel like he has to be. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. So I definitely want to peep out uh, some of his music because like yo, know, like there has to be a reason. There's a buzz behind it. Yeah. Um, all right, man. So we haven't done this segment yet in a while. So you want to jump into it? Yeah, keep I'm it. down. All right, yep. tell people the name again. Uh, kick it, keep them, or. Uh... Shit, it wasn't rhythm. It was um. Leave him, leave him. Yeah, kick it, keep him, leave him. 
All right, you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. All right, so for you, Popcorn. Dance uh, Shit. Probably Kick It, because he's Jamaican, and I don't really know his music enough to say keep him. I feel like he'd be a, a, a fun dude to kick it with and smoke with and chat about OVO shit with. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, your turn. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, Jeezy. Leave him. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was a quick response for me, bro. Leave him, bro. Doesn't do G's. Does nothing for me. So, all right, let me do one, another one for you. All right, Kyle. Uh, probably kick it. Uh, he seems like a fun dude. I don't. I I'm not the biggest fan of his music, but I feel like he does have something creatively to offer. He has like this weird, mysterious hype. Um. And I feel like he's like an unconventional dude in hip hop, so yeah, I feel yeah. like he might have some some gems to offer. Bro, so with with for, with him, I've seen him live, bro. His live show is phenomenal because like him and his DJ are almost like an, a throwback to like uh, Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. Like, yo, they'll just have like a dance set they do together, and like oh. he'll do a fucking his he'll do um an acapella version of uh, Kid Cutting Pursuit of Happiness. Like, bro, he's legit Damn. talented. I just don't think, almost like we go back to like B.O.B. and like uh, Anderson Pock, he's not on their level, but just like a guy you know is talented, but like it just for some reason isn't like coming together on like the actual quality of the music. Yeah. Um, so if I had, if you gave me that option, I would also kick it with him because he just seems like a fucking cool dude who you would love to pick their brains like yo, how do you even think of some of the shit you do but as right. far as like keep like i don't like, this, his music doesn't do anything for me yeah same all right give me one uh uh trippy red bro keep man like so i know like that may be controversial in my other point of view sometimes yo, but trippy red is like low-key talented as fuck like like somehow he makes his voice work for him and he sings but and, like you would think his voice should be trash but it's not you know what i mean like it's actually like good and i know yeah. he has that song with uh diplo from like two years ago two years ago called wish yeah that song's dope yeah that, that song, song is so dope bro and like he wrote that shit and like you know what i mean like he's talented bro so i would say keep trippy red um yeah. i feel like when you have like young artists like that like yo if you're that good at like 18 19 Imagine what you are in 27, 28. So I would say keep that. Um, all right. For you, Plies. Plies, uh, kick it. I feel like he would be hilarious. I, don't, I, I mean, I haven't heard his music in forever. I know he still makes it, but it's like Does parody type shit. Yeah, it's like, I think he has a song with Baby even. But it's like, oh, wow. it's like parody shit. It's just to like, I feel like keep himself a little bit relevant and like make money here and there but i don't think he's actually trying bro i feel um, like he's more relevant right now for those like instagram videos in his car like giving yeah. like a lesson or some shit like yeah i mean yeah, I he feel like, have, like a four or five year run like in the early or sorry like the the late like 2008 yes like yeah. seven to like nine like uh -huh. he had a couple like not i mean i would say bangers like the songs with t-pain were always good so especially down here in florida bro people loved him in florida so 
Um, but I think he got exposed to like not being like a thug or some shit, and that's where like the shit went yeah. south. Yeah, something like that. He still sounds super uh, ignorant and shit. So maybe it's all facade. I have no idea. Yeah, because I've definitely heard videos of him, and he does not sound like the way he sounds in those like Instagram videos where he's like, you know, just trying to be like the the ignorant person who like gives you good advice. But what yeah. if it makes him money, then good for him. Um, yeah. I right, do one more. You go. All right. Uh, Don Tolliver. Oh, keep. Same thing, same reason as Trippy Red. Like a young artist like that, that talented already, like you would, you just gotta fucking be able to blossom that shit and, you know, pray to God, you know, nothing happens along the way that he goes, you know, left and like falls off the planet. You know, like you gotta, you gotta cherish those young artists, bro. I feel like, cause again, you know, Jay-Z's not gonna be here forever. Drake's not gonna be here forever. Kanye already stopped rapping. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at some point our legends aren't gonna be around anymore. So like, we gotta fucking find these new artists and really fucking like cherish them and fucking build them up. So yeah, sure. for sure, Don Tolliver, we gotta fucking save him at all costs, protect him at all costs, bro. Well, um, all right, bro, before we get into Heat of the Week, is there anything else you wanna touch upon? Uh, No, other than, you know, just stay safe. Uh, keep your mind healthy by learning something new, trying to learn uh, Korean again. She's oh, hard bro, as fuck. Good for you, bro. But now I, I lost motivation like mid January or mid February after my New Year's resolution, like interest started to dwindle. But now that I got extra time, I'm like, so how much do you something. like know right now? Like if you met one of your girlfriend's like family members who does not speak a word of English, can you guys like mm -hmm. converse in any way? I, I mean, I could like introduce myself, um, maybe like respond to something like super super basic or ask for beer or some shit but I, I can never ever have a meaningful conversation about anything at this point okay like very so, little that's cool though so like so what's your plan then are you like sit down like three hours a week with, and just like practice yeah so there's a so back kind of back to the whole uh coronavirus finding a another source of income there's a site called uh, italki and you can join as a either community teacher, meaning someone who has no real teaching credentials or a professional teacher and you can teach any language. So if you wanted to be a community teacher for English, for instance, you could charge whatever rate you want, five, 10 bucks an hour, and you could do lesson plans or you could literally just talk to the person and help them practice. But obviously on the flip side of that, there's people who teach Korean and stuff like that. So I have a couple different teachers I'm testing out right now. Dope, um, dude. So that they have like one hour or half hour classes. Because um, I don't think I could ever learn as quickly if I were to just read a bunch of content online. Online. Because yeah, I wouldn't be able like, to pronounce it. Me, I need to have listening skills. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Tell someone, have that person tell you that you're not saying it right. So, yeah. I feel something with those apps, like, they, like, you may be saying it wrong, but the way it works, like the algorithm just says, yeah, good job. It's like, bro, yeah. I know I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, dude, because you're, you're going to do uh, Korean stuff. That's cool, man. So what I, for me, I've been trying to like do other things. Like I, I mentioned earlier, I'm uh, I'm doing like April goals just so I have like something to you know focus on. So my thing is that like, what I think is normal. Like, I don't know what normal is when you lose like someone so close to you, but like I started writing down three memories of my mom every night. Um, 
just so like I can like, you know, obviously relive good moments. Like when I get sad, I can just read this and like, oh, we had great moments there. And right. then like just for a second, like, you know, tell my girl about or, you know, tell my kids about, you know, one day in the future or eventually I'll get like stuff from my dad or my my mom's friends and, you know, add it as well. So like that's just like something to keep me keep my head in a good mental space. So that's that's what I'm working on, too. Nice. Yes, sir. All right, man. So what is nope. something you've been uh, what is your heat of the week since last uh, last Wednesday? Yeah. Um, so I came across this really random um, musical genre called Vaporwave. Uh, Vaporwave? The best, yeah, Vaporwave. Um, I actually heard it when I went to that bachelor party uh, briefly um, in March. We went to Joshua Tree and it's basically a, like a nostalgia inducing mashup of like 80s and 90s music. Um, I think it started out as a meme in like 2010. Like it was like a joke. So they have big mashups of like 80s and 90s samples and have music videos of uh, older commercials, like old ass McDonald's commercials and shit. Um, but then over time, people, I guess, really started to enjoy it. And having come across a few of Vaporwave songs, yeah. um, especially at this time, it kind of made me super nostalgic of just being like five years old when it was the early 90s and okay. like simpler times um sounded like kind of the, the shit that my dad used to listen to so uh recently like when i do get stressed out i've been turning that on if i'm getting sick of like you know standard hip-hop shit um, so is it like is it like one artist or is this like a yeah uh well it's multiple artists but there's there's only since it's such a new genre there's like two main guys if you do end up checking it out um his name is let me find it. Uh, uh, Luxury Elite and Saint Pepsi. It's called uh, the album I was listening to. It's called Late Night Delight by Luxury Elite and Saint Pepsi. Yeah, but how did you how did you even come across the genre? Oh, uh, so I I was looking at I was looking for lo-fi hip hop. Um, yeah, you mentioned that before. Yeah, I mentioned before, and I looked at the comments. Um, so when I was looking for that. Uh, someone in the YouTube title put lo-fi hip-hop and vaporwave and I clicked on it just to see what the fuck it was and in the comments someone was like this isn't real vaporwave you should listen to Saint Pepsi and Luxury Elite so I was like bored and I'm like fuck it I'll tune in and when Why I listened not? to it I was like I ain't doing this... shit anyway <laughs> yeah I ain't doing shit anyway and I listened to it and it was really trippy because it was like um, a chopped and screwed version of Michael Jackson, uh, rock with you. Okay. And you know the oh. part when he says all night, uh, it kind of like looped that and added other elements. And, um, I don't know. It was oh, just like okay. new. So same I was Pepsi. Like, all right. Same Pepsi yeah. and luxury elite. Yep. All so right. that, that's what I've been tuning into. Vapor, what about you? That's dope. You can just fucking find any genre of hip hop, man. That's fucking super yeah. dope. Yeah. Um, for me, it's actually, I don't, I didn't find anything new, but then I remember this song that I sent you like. I want to think two weeks ago um, while we were on our hiatus. So this song is called T, like T you drink, T-E-A. And the artist is uh, Emwok, E-M-A-W-K. And bro, it's just like a real nice, like when R&B was like really, really good back in the like, late 90s. Um, like it has like a very cool soulful vibe. So like, I really, this song I legit heard like seven times in a row. Like it's just like a fucking like cool, funky, 
classical R&B vibe. So T, check that out. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to check that out for show. All right, my brother, that's another uh, episode in the books. Appreciate you as always, man. Love you. Stay safe. And uh, to our listeners, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Keep listening, commenting, sharing. Um, I think this is probably our last episode is probably the best episode we've done in a while. We're going to keep trending in that direction. So uh, it's only uh, upward and onward from here, man. Word. All right, man. Loki, though, you look like a a tall Tiger Woods with the fit. Right now? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect, bro. Perfect. Hope I get his, his money one day, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, man. All right, brother. Peace. Have a good one. Peace.